Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Welcome back to the... Uh, like, what is our name? What is the name of our podcast? No Welcome BS. back to No BS with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. I always say, how are you? But I'm just going to talk about me for a quick second. Um, I'm feeling great. The sun is out. It's a little breezy, a little cold. Um, Thanksgiving was something else. I don't want to get into it. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your weekend? How was your, your day going so far? You know what? My week went by really well. I went I went back to work this morning, but I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't even sleep in last week. I was so upset because every day I had to go pick up my sisters. Like they'd be like, "Oh, you're off. Come pick me up. Oh, you're off. Come pick me up." <sighs> How about you take the bus? Oh um, no! Just Thanksgiving uh, <laughs> week. Okay, you're supposed to be thankful for your sisters. So, so I didn't even get to sleep in as much, but the past three days, this whole weekend, I did sleep in until like 10 or 11. So today I was like, fuck, waking up at 11 a.m. to now 5.45 a.m. Yeah, like, oh wait, what is life? I gotta go fucking work. I was like, I gotta go to work. So I'm probably gonna take a nap after this, not gonna lie. Um, but other than that, my weekend was great. I feel well rested. Um, I'm just ready for the Christmas for the holiday season. Holiday season. I'm ready. My house is my house is nearly decorated, so we're excited. I'm like, we just got a tree, I believe from Amazon or somewhere because it's still a package <laughs> outside. Um, so we're probably gonna do that together because you know my mom loves decorating the trees together as a family. And I'm like, <laughs> mm, great, let's get it over with. She's like, let's take out all of your little ornaments from elementary school. Literally, there's a picture oh. of like, you know what I was thinking? That we should like make an Instagram account for our podcast. And like, mm-hmm. whenever we do references, we can post and then go check it out. So like, when we talk about our family things, we can post it ourselves, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's this ornament that I made in kindergarten. And like, anyone who knows me for 10 plus years knows that I haven't changed. Like, <laughs> my head shape is still as big as it was in kindergarten. I'm still a fat little kid. And it's funny because that picture, it's like a picture of me wearing like a red shirt. I think it was like a Pokemon shirt. It was like a there's like okay so the center is a little picture of me with my little bowl haircut and then around <laughs> it we like tied a ribbon to it and I love that ornament because I'm so cute and nothing has changed but um <laughs> what about you did you make any ornaments as a child yes I have my sisters and I always compete because my oldest sister obviously the oldest kid always has the most she has about three ornaments up from elementary school one from like kinder second grade third grade the other one she has two, and I think I have two. So my oldest sister's always like, mine are the best. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm about, I'm about to go get some macaroni and put it on some ornaments oh, and no. just paste my picture. But yeah, I haven't changed either. My kindergarten picture, I'm like in a little snow globe, in a little snowflake, I mean. And I'm like, oh my God, I was so cute. I still am, but <laughs> we should recreate our I'm like, our suddenly the pictures. connection's bad. I didn't hear the last part about you. But anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Um. It's weird. Am I like, I always tell this to my siblings when we watch like a throwback show from like whatever, when like a show we would watch when we were younger. I'm like, it seems like everyone around me, whether that's celebrities or people that I know from school, change the way they look, the way like, and me, I'm like, I'm still a fetus. I still look like I'm five. Like, is this, am I going to go through puberty soon? Like what's happening? Stop. Um, Some guy at work, he was like, how old are you? And I was like, 23. And he goes, I thought you were like, 19 and I was like no I've been working here for a while and he's like what he's like you're you're like older than I thought you were and I was like 
Yeah, I'm I'm an adult. Okay, I'm a teen. I'm not a teenager. I'm an adult. Oh, I, I know I look 12. Get it. I look 13. But <laughs> I'm like, is it because we had is it because we have round faces? Like Maybe. I've been told, I don't know how many times, like when I used to work at Wingstop, I fuck them. I would always have customers and my coworkers be like, so you're like 18, 19, right? And I'm like, no, I'm 21, I'm 22, I'm 23 at this point. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I don't know. I hate it. People tell me like you should appreciate it's mainly like older people yeah like, you, you should, should like it. it you should like it that you look young and i'm like uh, i guess whatever yeah but now when i'm trying to get with an older person like an older what if i'm trying to get with like <laughs> a 30 year old but he's not trying to get with me because i look 12 okay oh, yeah it's it's a mess but um <laughs> transitioning on you know what else is a mess according to the weekend which <laughs> these grammy nominations the 2021 right 2021 that's next um, year because they come out on yes. January 31st on a Sunday. The Ooh. 63rd annual Grammy Awards, their nominations came out. And The Weeknd was not happy because, correct me, what is his album name? Um, After Hours. Yes. His, yes. <laughs> his album After Hours wasn't nominated for a single thing. And people of Twitter, the people of Twitter were livid. People were mad. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But I want to talk about the awards that do matter. You know, the categories that matter to me, of course. Um <laughs> The first category that we have here is for the album of the year. We have Folklore by Taylor Swift, Women in Music, Part 3 by Haim. It's H-A-I-M. I don't know who that is. Black Pumas by Black Pumas. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Everyday Life by Coldplay. DJ Jesse. I don't know what that says. I'm illiterate. Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. And Chalambo by... Janae Aiko, Janae Aiko. I'm like, you guys know this by now. I don't know these artists. <laughs> I don't know these songs. But um, from that category, have you listened to any of those albums? Uh, Future Nostalgia. I've not listened to Folklore, just because post 1989 Taylor Swift is not. It's it's enough for you. She's she's not no, except for maybe her Lover album, just that one song, Lover. No. I'll take that. But post-1989, post that Kanye debacle oh, um, on Twitter, that Taylor show. Swift, where she came back with reputation and she was like, I'm a snake. It's kind of like, girl, you're white. Let's move on. Oh, okay? no. <laughs> about that way, lady. Do you think, and this is just, I'll just say 100% biased. I'm telling you, Dua Lipa saved the year 2020 with future nostalgia. She? So... She better get this Grammy. That's all I'm saying. She got a lot of nominations. How many did she get? Like she 11? got a total of seven, six, I believe. Oh, six. Who got eleven? Or am I fucking stupid? Child, not the weekend. That's who. <laughs> um, but it's a mess. I'm gonna say that who I want to win is obviously Dua Lipa, who I think is gonna win. Okay, I think. Really, you think her? I think uh, Janae. I'm I'm so sorry, guys, for you know being stupid, but I think Janae Aiko. Like I know the world of Twitter loves her. Like people, and she's really pretty at that. Let's be honest. The world of Twitter loves her, yes. But does the Recording Academy love her? Well, apparently, I don't know. They do. You think there's um racism in that because yes, (laughs) people and celebrities (laughs) have all come out to say that this is some bullshit. Justin Bieber, I think, gave an interview today, actually, or recently. I know. Let's. I'm like racism, and then mentioned some stupid twelve year old (laughs) guy. But um, let's just not say him. But other artists have come out to say that. Yeah. Like Halsey, another white person. I'm sorry. Like it's hard to talk about. She's biracial. She's biracial. Okay, we love that for her. It's hard to talk about. (laughs) artists and 
the world of entertainment because you know it's a white man's world but um a lot of artists have come out and said that there's you know there's racism and it's usually um artists the good music is overshadowed or like overlooked Mm -hmm. and i mean i feel like a lot of people are agreeing because where's the weekend where is he at what's i'll be honest while yes i love that you know dua lipa is nominated and Lizzo not is nominated to and everything like that the Grammy acknowledges artists like Dua Lipa and Lizzo and Beyonce and Adele you know like but the Recording Academy when they gave that album of the year to Adele and not Beyonce oh I knew you were gonna say that it was kind of like what the fuck or what about that one year when they gave the the Grammy to um, Hosier, or see, I'm fucking uncultured, but not to who to Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if it was Hosier or was some other white person. I think it was some other or white some guy. Wi- yeah, some other white. <laughs> guy. They gave like best new artist or something. Yeah, and and like I mean Nicki Minaj when, I mean she just changed the world of music, the world of rap, the world of. So yeah, I know that like yes, they valid not validate acknowledge these artists by nominating them and stuff but sometimes I'm like honestly do you nominate them just to get like the views just to get the clout like oh we're nominating Dua Lipa or we're nominating Lizzo we're nominating Beyonce just so people can watch and then they end up not giving them the award like be honest like and that also like that would make sense and then also it like it kind of discredits the later years like as time goes by if you're giving out these a quote-unquote prestigious awards to artists that most people feel like they don't deserve it then do these awards even mean anything exactly yikes i know last year was it last year see i'm fucking in a time warp <laughs> that billy eilish didn't even want her grammy because she knew people were going to be she hating on her that she was gonna and it's just kind of sad i knew i was like harry styles better be nominated or else all these harry stands were going to be and on fucking Twitter, like, he deserved it, he deserved it. It's like, yes, he deserves it. But I think also stands, fans and everything need to understand this isn't the People's Choice Awards. You are not voting. The Academy is voting. So if your fave doesn't win, that's maybe that's why your fave doesn't get nominated because oh. the Academy doesn't want to deal with the backlash <laughs> later. If they don't maybe, win. possibly. Oh, God. It's just... a. a sh- it's a lot of mess. And it's then a, I'll just yeah. mention me. It's a shit show continues to talk about the categories, but I'll just name one more. But um, the next one, because of course I have to mention it is for pop vocal album. And we have Chromatica for Lady Gaga, Folklore by Taylor Swift, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Changes by Justin Bieber and Fine Line by Harry Styles. I don't know about you guys, but pop music to me is everything. So <laughs> to see Dua Lipa on there, that's amazing. And I hope she wins. Um, fingers crossed. I feel like she has a good chance. Honestly, now that you've named everybody, I feel like her, Harry Styles, and Lady Gaga, they have a good chance. Bottom line, support your favorite artists and <laughs> guess don't pay attention to the Grammys because they're corrupt. T. Except, except, no, just kidding. No, yeah, <laughs> don't pay attention to them. I mean, moving on from one music category to another did you see that your fave came out with his third album of 2020 you're like who Who? exactly (laughs) he came out with his album el ultimo 
Tour del Mundo, the last tour on earth. And everybody was crying. Everyone was crying. Everybody was like, are you retiring? (laughs) And I was like, nowhere in his video did he say retirement 2021. Okay. Which he, his first came, his first song came out when? Uh, like his first ever song yeah like what his his hit when was his hit when like i don't remember hearing the name bad bunny up until what a couple years ago two years ago the first time i heard the name bad bunny was on that becky g song my yodis where he was like she was singing a mi me gustan my yodis point being like (laughs) people should have people shouldn't have seen this title and thought he's retiring sweetie he has not been in the industry for more than exactly like y'all need to calm down he's not going anywhere <laughs> especially with you crazy fans you think he's gonna leave you guys hanging high and dry no he's i want to getting he's... covid for you people and that's like not <laughs> enough for you getting covid no i think he's been around since like 2016 2015 2016 literally not more than 10 years so you people need so, to calm down I'm wait like, 2015 2015 2016 yeah it's not nothing so everyone Um, have you heard this album yes i have i did and it's it's good i like it obviously i kind of felt like the ariana grande album i felt like i was listening to the same song but i mean i'm not i love the ariana grande album and i love this album too this one's good too but um that's just my opinion i know there's a lot of people out there. They really loved a lot of his songs. I like the song Maldita Pobreza just because when Bad Bunny said um, Maldita Pobreza, I felt that because I was like, yes, bitch. The broke bitches out here. Oh, God. Everyone's no, listening, kidding. relating. They're like, yes, me. If you haven't heard the album, you might know uh, his song Dakiti or whatever. No? Yeah, I've heard that title, but Do I haven't listen listened to that intro. I don't <laughs> listen to his music, period. <laughs> Point blank, the period. I also like the first song of the album, El Mundo Es Mio. A lot of people, I don't think this is the last album. Like Luis said, this is not the last we'll see of Bad Bunny, the last we'll hear. It was a very good album. I hope he's able to tour all his 2020 albums soon. But obviously the way COVID's looking, the way, the way, um, his COVID diagnosis. Well, I was going to say, well, the like... way COVID is looking and the way his health situation is going, yeah. child, you need to stay home and <laughs> quarantine and quarantine, please. Be one of the first to get that um vaccine because you know you have money, so you probably can get it before us poor people. <laughs> but moving on, speaking of poor people, Melania Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Is she no. poor? Let's look at her fucking tax and all her money. So Melania Trump came out on Twitter and she revealed the White House and she revealed how she decorated it as far as the holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever she celebrates. I don't know. But um, it's funny that she's out here showing the world how she decorated the, the White House when <laughs> if you guys think back a couple months ago, this bitch was caught on tape talking shit about I I'm not going to do an accent because that's just horrible. But she was talking about how she's like, I have to do this and I have to do that. And you think I give a shit about this? No, I don't. But the people love it. So I have to do it. And it's like, uh, sweetie, how are you going to come out and show us what you did to the White House when a couple months ago you were running your mouth? Like, how does that work? Um, she's a what? joke. <laughs> we're at this point. We're just waiting for him to leave. Like in January, whatever we comes like sooner. January. Where I are just you? January. What? Like 21st? January. Yeah, I think January so. 21st. We cannot wait. It's already like in two months he um i know we didn't talk about this but i guess he said that he's willing to give up his presidency 
but he still believes that everything was a fraud. I was like, shut the fuck up. You and your little Christmas tree loving wife over there. Y'all can shut the fuck up. You and Melania Trump over there. Y'all can shut the fuck up. Which the funny thing is like, he, I don't know if you saw, but he demanded a recount somewhere and then the fucker ended up getting less votes. And I mean, he's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like it didn't, uh, what, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Just leave, leave. I'm looking at these, these Christmas pictures right now. Which is funny because he said that like, oh, I believe it's rigged. Well, at this point, we don't care what you believe, bitch. You're going to be leaving. So take your <laughs> beliefs and your thoughts and shove them up your ass because that's all you have. Yeah, right like now. nobody cares. Literally. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares about you or your little Christmas decorations. I'm looking at them right now and I'm like, oh, that's that's something. All if right. they're nice, it's because she didn't do them. She hired someone. Let's be honest. She's a clown. But um, because I brought it up, <laughs> the holidays, um, the holiday spirit present. Uh, have you done any shopping yet? Because I'm halfway done. Oh, Oh, we, we were actually going to exchange presents? Like, people were actually going to... No, just kidding. Girl. Oh, my gosh. No, yes. Uh, I have my shopping list ready. But as far as shopping, the cart is empty. Oh. <laughs> what about, like, well, I who have are you most excited people, to give? I have eight people to shop for. Because That's a lot of people. Because it's me, um, my... How many kids are there? You have like I'm like, 10, there's nine something. of us total. So minus my parents. Oh, I'm going to get them gifts. But so there's seven kids to shop for. No, wait, six. I forgot about myself. You know, I got to get myself a gift. <laughs> but um, I'm excited for all of them. I, like I said in the last episode, I feel like I'm a great gift giver. And yeah, I'm excited to give them their gifts because that means I get my gifts. I'm what's the on, shittiest. What's on, what's on your Christmas list? Is there anything special? On what? my Christmas list? You're like, um, <laughs> Stop. Um... I really want. Oh my god! You don't know what you want, do you? I don't know what you. What I, you I don't know spot. what I want. It's just little things, you know. I love. I love little things. I really oh, you want. want a little you're gonna dick. fucking hate me. You're gonna hate me. I want one of those microphones that Jen oh shot. Oh my god! Moving on. <laughs> really? Like, are you? What do you me? want? What's on your Christmas What's list? What's on my list? I want a big booty bitch for Christmas. I'm just kidding. Um, I okay, perfect. <laughs> Okay. Already. um <laughs> you know who you are you're listening right now no i'm just kidding um so in the dms i put i sent out like i i'll take screenshots of what i want specific uh-huh. items i'll be like i want these shoes these bands i want this webcam because you know this little laptop camera you know not it doing everything over zoom this ain't it so i'm trying <laughs> to upgrade on that um just like camera things like little i'm all about you know electronics and multimedia and all that good stuff so if you're listening and you want to buy me something come through i told my parents that i wanted new tires for my car because the little tire pressure light has been on see i don't know nothing about cars so i was like oh my car is just excited to see me because it looks like an exclamation point can you hear me yes i feel like i'm frozen okay um (laughs) and i was like can i get new tires because it's a tire pressure light and my dad was like what the fuck and I was like, yeah, new tires. You could be Christmas present and a birthday present all in one. I was going to say, like, no. are tires expensive? Tires apparently are expensive. Yeah. I was like, I'm sh- you're going to get uh, you're going to get one wheel. You can buy the rest. <laughs> one wheel. So I was just like, okay, never mind. And then I was just like, I just want um, shoes from Costco. Costco has these shoes on special. And I said, I want these, specifically these. So I told them that. Um yeah, I want the microphone that Jen Shaw has. 
and then <laughs> honestly like I'm to see I'm a terrible gift giver but I'm also a terrible gift person because if people ask me I'm like yes thank you I just appreciate say money it. like you can't go wrong with- I always say money give- you can never go wrong with giving me a gift card to anywhere because bitch will spend it bitch will spend it December 26th um funny that you Which say is that it's gonna because- be hard to do that you know if you get gift cards for restaurants because um COVID, you-, you can't go anywhere um uh I'll just say gift cards to like TJ Maxx Target Barnes and Noble people um funny that you say that that you're asking me what I want because I had asked um my friend Melissa like oh like send me your wish list because I kind of like it's kind of being a little tough to shop for you and she's like why is everybody and their mother asking me for my fucking wish list and so she sent it to her or you you people want to give you (laughs) gifts suck a dick Melissa like And she said she sent us her wish list and it's titled Mel's wish list for everyone who's asking check in with each other, I guess, so that you guys don't get me the same thing twice. But also, I wouldn't mind <laughs> like this. You bitch. should name you should name one or two things she wants. Um, Melissa, I'm sorry. She wants a oh, she wants polymer clay earrings which I think are really cute. I'm going to name the ones that I'm not going to get you, Melissa. So that way, you know, you can process of elimination. Exactly. Uh, she wants polymer clay earrings or any cute earrings, or she wants polymer clay so she can make her own earrings, which I feel like she's a crafty bitch. So I feel like she would be able to make cute ass earrings. And then you should sell that, Melissa, make a little buck on the side. Um, she wants an iPhone charger, um, like a three-in-one setup. I'm like, bitch, I'm not made of no motherfucking money so you're not getting that from me melissa just and know that melissa your three-in-one charger is this an apple product because if it's not you shouldn't be using products that are not for your phone because <laughs> then that's what you get messed up battery messed up phone yeah i'm Why that bitch i follow business. the rules i follow the rules you know mind your business how about that okay my 10 um, foot charger that i got from tj maxx she works perfectly okay by. i got a three foot charger <laughs> and that's for apple so love that um but enough about melissa enough about these hoes um let's talk about other hoes and let's just transition into our recaps of real houses of potomac because they had a lot to say and so do i so the episode starts off with karen and her wig man i put wingman her wig man (laughs) and she's super excited about her wig shift party because she's having a little get together which plot twist the little party the get together that she has is held in his shoebox. It was a mess. So Monique and Ashley decide to hang out and they haven't seen each other in a while because of the trip. And they talk about the party that Ashley was invited to. So Monique held a party for her baby Chase, her their first birthday party. She didn't go because apparently her and Mike were having a little problem. And I'm like, um, tell us about that. Why don't you go in deep in that? Um, and then she says that Karen went and that Karen had a glass or two or three or four of champagne. Which then Ashley's like annoyed because she's like, this bitch didn't drink at all with us on the trip. So how is she out drinking with you? Which I'm assuming the party was only a couple days after the trip. Like that's the only scene. So then right then and there, she calls Karen. And what did you think about this whole conversation? Like calling her to find out if she drank. Oh my God. I saw a tweet that said, Ashley Darby works for her check. Works for her paycheck. Yes, I saw that. Exactly. I thought it was funny. And I thought it was funny that Karen was like, you tried it, baby. You tried it. Which like okay, we'll get into she the tried Ashley. What? We'll get <laughs> we'll get into the Ashley hate a little bit later. But people were coming for her, and they're like, "Up, oh, we see old Ashley." And I'm like, "Not even." I thought it she, was funny. The reason she called um 
the reason Ashley called Karen was to find out whether or not she drank and also whether or not to find out if she had invited Monique to the wigship party because when they were in Portugal, she said she hadn't. Mm-hmm. So when she called, she's like, no, it's semantics, semantics. No, lady, I, I didn't say that. And it's a whole shit show that we'll get into later. We see a quick glimpse of Robin and she's trying to look at a house because she's trying to buy a house, but she's on a payment plan to pay for the IRS problem. It's I'm like, <laughs> bitch, what are you doing? Stay in your little shack. You don't have money. Then we move on to Grace and her little birthday dinner. And Giselle is basically talking about her man and how he's going to be coming over for a couple of weeks or days, whatever. And Adore, Grace, and Angel are not having it. They're like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, we see right there your bullshit. He's going to hurt you. He's a cheater. He's a liar. Why are you doing this? And you could tell Giselle's kind of like, not okay with them not being okay but it's like what can she do like they're her daughters um let's move on i was gonna talk about it fuck her um <laughs> karen then sets up this romantic bathtub and it takes about <laughs> ray 30 minutes to get up the stairs because he's you know he's 70 and she's like ray raymond raymond Ray. like get up here he closes the door and then she gives this sexual laugh that I just, I cringed. Like my body turned inside out. It was like, ew, like <laughs> your 70 year old vagina is going to rub up on his 90 year old dick. Like this is not okay. Like, ha, ha, ha. But, I, <laughs> but I guess old people got to have sex too. So whatever. Wendy then is with her mom and her family and they're out on a hayride because they're going to go to a pumpkin patch. They kind of start talking about her success and her profession and Wendy kind of nudges at the fact that she's kind of over being a professor and she wants to focus and transition on being solely a political commentator or whatever. And her mom's like getting pissed. She's like, you did all this because of me. You would never be here where you are if it wasn't for me. I'm the reason you did it. You're a spoiled brat. Like just shitting on her daughter. And then it like a quick little, I don't know if somebody flipped a switch, but then her mom's like, you're a beautiful person. You're a wonderful person. And I, whatever you do i'll support you 100 <laughs> percent. what are your thoughts on this like, what were we watching i was like if candace's mom had not hit her upside the head with her purse last season wendy's mom would definitely be in first place for the most toxic parent in potomac because that bitch i was like what i was like she doesn't owe you anything like yeah, you gave life to her. Yeah, you immigrated to this country for her to do better. And she has done better. Has she not like fucking given up everything she's ever wanted to do? Maybe maybe she wanted to be a fucking actress growing up, but she couldn't be an actress because she had to go get her fucking political science degree for you because she didn't want you to be disappointed. So it's like, what the fuck? It was, was, it, like, was a whole, it was a whole situation. Up. And then on top of that, Okay, this is, I don't want it to be super shady, but uh-huh. I find it kind of ironic how she's in her Fendi jacket, but she's never been to a hayride, never been to a pumpkin patch. I'm like, you can afford oh, her mom. All- yeah, I was like, um, come on, $30,000 coat, but she's never been to a pumpkin patch. Like, girl, bye. She, I was like, what? She was like, this is my first time here in America doing the pumpkin patch and the hayride. And I was like, ma'am you're lying straight through my sister was like wait where is she from did she just like is this her first time in america i said no but she lives here (laughs) oh yikes um after that we see giselle um after that we see giselle take her girls to the salon with her best friend slash hairstylist cal and he's just fixing them up because they're gonna have their family photo shoot and of course two seconds later what happens 
She tells Cal that Jamal's not showing up because he missed his flight. And that's all in air quotes because, bitch, you know, damn well, he was ne- he never intended on showing up to your yeah. little family holiday Christmas card or whatever the fuck you guys are doing. Like, no. That scene made me, like, I know we, like, say, we talk that, like, oh, they're, like, a storyline. But, like, if you think about it, it's, like, sad. Like, regardless of if they're a storyline or not, like, it's kind of sad that he can't even, like, be a dad. Like, and it it makes the situation, I guess, on her behalf, even sadder or like on her side, because what if she is that delusional and she really does think that this is a working relationship? Exactly. But it's like Jamal does not care. Like on top of that, she FaceTimes him. And I was like, show show us your surroundings. Show us. Because He's like, I'm getting a manicure at the airport. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I was like, even worse. Like Cal said, oh, "Oh." God. Like, I think what's what I kind of like maybe my conspiracy theorist in me I was like maybe it started off as an arrangement like for them too at the beginning of the season but maybe like what if at the end she genuinely thought like she caught feelings yeah what if she yeah she caught feelings and she genuinely thought that they could become something more like they used to be but it just wasn't happening I just I felt bad for her like you could tell like when she was going to go off and change and the girls were saying like she's going to wear a gold dress and their dad was supposed to be like the coordination to that and then she comes out and she's like okay are you guys ready to take the picture it was like I feel so I felt bad for her like and she's like the only one without yeah like what sucks about this even more is that I feel like obviously their their feelings like the daughter's feelings and emotions come from the stem from the fact that I'm sure they want they want nothing more than their family to be like one whole exactly. thing, but they know that their dad is a fucking idiot and that he's not capable fucking of asshole. giving them that. So I understand why they're so frustrated because it's like, mom, this is not it. This is not it. What pisses me off, sorry, before you move on, like one last comment. What pisses me off is that if this was any other boyfriend, if this was Sheldon or Walter, whoever the fuck she's dating, <laughs> I don't remember his name. What was his name? If this was any other boyfriend and her daughters were saying that they didn't like him, like you as a mother would want to break it off with whoever your daughters are not biting exactly because so why aren't you breaking it off with their dad like they don't want you guys together they think he's a scumbag so move on bitch like (laughs) I feel bad for her but at the same time sometimes I'm like karma is a bitch Giselle oh so which speaking of Monique oh. <laughs> said in an interview with Andy Cohen or like Watch What Happens Live, basically oh, yeah. uh, this reunion was not great for Giselle. And then on that show, Bravo Chatroom, I believe it's called, Giselle basically said, that he was- said like, everyone decided to come for me at the last eight hours. In the last two, I was throwing F-bombs, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, So after that, Ashley decides to have a little family dinner, family get together with her, her husband, Michael, her mom and her uncle. And can we talk about the fish? I said, am I a fat bitch or is one fish going to feed the entire family? <laughs> I was like, one fish is for me. Like, what? Am I crazy? When they were, when they were, I noticed that they had like carrots and like Brussels sprouts or something on the table. And I was like, that's y'all's dinner. That's not an appetizer. I was like, this is just <laughs> the first plate. Like, where's real food? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's supposed to fill us up because I don't think it would fill me up. It was it was something else. Um, so basically, the uncle starts talking, and he just kind of grilling him, he's scolding Michael, being like, "You know what? You hurt her, and you hurt us because that's our baby girl." And then the mom is like, "Yeah, when when I found the when I found the news out that you cheated on her, it felt like we all were cheated on, and this is too much." And you could tell Michael's shaking in his boots. He doesn't yeah. know where to look, what to say, and he's kind of talking under his breath. He's like, 
well, you know, it's just it's very hard. And, it's just a, and it was just, it was an uncomfortable situation. Eventually, he kind of just, like, says, I'm sorry to everyone. Like, I fucked up. I need to change. It won't happen again. And the mom kind of just nips it in the bud by saying, we don't need an apology. We need you to change. And if you're not going to change, then that's it. And I was like, we we stand. We stand Ashley's mom because <laughs> if Ashley's not going to, like, scold him, or maybe she does, you know, behind yeah. the scenes. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But if she's not going to do it, I'm glad the mom is whipping him into shape because they obviously want what's best for not only Ashley, but for Dean. Like you need a good positive role model, not like Mr. Chocolate, Jamal Bryant. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, now they're on baby number two. So, so something's working out. We love that baby. number two. <laughs> we're ready for you. So after that, it's everyone's, you know, favorite event of the fucking year of the century. Karen's wig party. So Monique shows up 30 minutes before the event and they're just talking and, you know, hanging out what did you think about Monique basically getting kicked out of her event? What is like? I I felt bad for her, be but at the same time, the fact that she still defends her after that, that she's like, yeah, it still it hurt me a little bit, but you know, and I'm like, Monique, you have Ashley on your side, and that's <laughs> all you fucking need. You do not need Karen Huger on your side. No offense. Karen, I'm telling you, Karen's not going to have her back at this reunion. Karen's not going to stand there and say, don't come at her. Don't come at her. Karen is going to stick to the sidelines and she's going to say they were both wrong. When it's clear she's on Monique's side, but she's not going to do anything about it. And I thought it was sad that she told all the ladies that she wasn't going to invite her. But then to Monique's face, she's like, no, 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 come, come, come. But come at this time only. And, um, we'll, you know, we'll have fun. We'll, we'll kiki. We'll have a little party before before the girls get there. And then she gets there. She's there for two fucking minutes. Oh, God. And then she's this like, so whole... I need you to leave. Oh. I need you to go. I need you to, um, where's your chauffeur? Like, Karen was clearly like, she didn't. She was like, where's your chauffeur? Where? he's he's not out there yet oh, oh my god you, you need to call so me you call. It's like, it was uncomfortable and for monique to like in her confessionals be like oh that's just karen or karen karen you know maybe she didn't mean it the way that i thought she meant it it's like monique open your eyes giselle and karen are the same side are two sides of the same coin bitch it's, because it's, it's sad honestly now like the way you said it and, like i'm playing the scene in my head it really was frustrating because i know like, I know how I would feel in that situation, and I wouldn't feel okay. I'd be like, Bitch, "That's not a friend." Friends are not like I know, especially if you were in the wrong, you exactly. would kind of feel dumb. But at the same time, it's like, Monique, you need to stop, you know, making excuses for her, and you need to hold her exactly. accountable. Like, she didn't put in your little podcast recording. Yeah, like you just time after time we're seeing it, and it's like, do you really think this is a friendship, or maybe there is something going on behind the scenes? Like y'all are super close that we just don't see it on the show, but it's like hold you accountable and exactly if you're my friend i'm gonna treat you like a friend like if you're part of my little crew i'm gonna treat you like that and in my eyes karen is not a true friend and it's not she's not it's not looking cute for her and it's not like to me it's like you didn't go to her podcast recording because you were sick <laughs> but yet ashley was able to go to her podcast recording ashley's writing a character statement for her ash like what bitch like if anyone's your ride or die no matter what i say about their friendship <laughs> If anyone's your fucking ride or die, it's, it's the bitch you you deleted the footage for. Okay, that's your oh, ride or die. No, not Miss Karen Huger who lies about inviting you, and then you still go and support her. Regardless, Monique could have been like, you know what, I'm not gonna go because you invited Candace. 
you she still went and supported it. I'm sorry. It's so I upsetting to see like it was upsetting. And was the sad. sad thing is is that I feel like because Monique feels like she's in an island despite having Ashley as a friend. That she feels like she needs to have like, Karen. Yeah, regardless. exactly. And she's gonna mm-hmm. keep sticking up for him be like, well, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You know, and it's Karen, like, Karen's there for me regardless. Karen's there. she's always putting her little Instagram post, Karen, Karen, Karen. It's like, <laughs> where's Karen for you? Okay. Because you can gonna, say what you like want a, about Robin and Giselle. You can say what you want about <laughs> Ashley and Monique. But it's like, at the end of the day, those bitches are there for each other, it seems like. Exactly. It's like, like if Karen, you're going to be my friend, be my friend 100%. My friend. I don't even know 20%. Fuck it seems that. like Karen, Miss Karen Huger, is the one who should be on an island all by herself. So goodbye. <laughs> Especially after all the lies she said this episode. But we'll get into it. So Ugh. moving on. As soon as Monique leaves, all the ladies start showing up. I don't know if that's editing or, you know, they were right there to pull up as soon as she <laughs> left, but they start showing up. The editing made it seem like they were going to bump into each other. And I was waiting for the moment. They were Me like, oh, my, like my driver, my driver. And then it's like suspense, sus- suspenseful music. And then just so that some white lady be like, oh, you're leaving? She's like, yeah, I'm, I got to go. I have a charity event to go to. Which, I'll be that, honest do, do we believe you. that? Do we believe that charity event or she went straight home? <laughs> No, she went straight home. She went straight home to go put baby chase to bed. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't think production, like that would have been slimy of production to do that. That's like putting both Monique, um, I'm reaching here, but it's like putting both Monique and Candace in danger with each other. And it would be slimy of production to do that, like to make them bump into each other. But here's the thing. I think it was like- It would be- karen because karen specifically told them to come at a certain oh time. true but see i think maybe i'm telling you i think maybe candace had pulled up and maybe production was like holding them because maybe i don't know maybe i'm reaching maybe i'm <laughs> those are a little your the conspiracies are coming out um so <laughs> after that <laughs> she bumps in she's like yeah i'm late whatever she goes and then that's when everyone shows up then giselle in her confessional is like i'm not coming because her little partner her little wig line partner talks oh. all this shit about me on twitter and then Karen plays a video of the event and it's boring. This is the most boring event. It's like, it's tight and crowded in there. It's a collaboration. It's not even her own wig line. It's just a shit show. But who else would it be coming from? Of course, Karen Huger. So after that, the ladies start putting on wigs, installing wigs. They're just talking, having a good time, whatever. And then Ashley's like, my favorite, you know, random funny moment was, but I gotta get the, I gotta get the red bag. And so she goes and gets the red bag. She comes back and she's like, I got you a gift, bitch. It ain't diamonds. Like, here it is. And she pulls out some antacids and she's like, well, here you go. Because, you know, you weren't feeling well and you didn't drink with us. But I heard you drink with uh, Monique. So what's the tea? What's the tea? And you can tell that she was shitting bricks. She was like, oh, it's you're jealous. You're jealous. It's cool. I did drink. It's no problem. No problem. And then that's when they're like, <clears throat> sorry, that's when she's like, I didn't drink because you guys got badgering me. I felt like it was a Ugh. setup. You every time I said I'm not going to drink, you guys were all like, do you want to drink? Do you want to drink? It was, it was a setup. And then uh, Robin, you know, came out of the woodworks and she's like, is it that or is it that you're afraid of what you might say when you get drunk? Karen pulled this out of her ass and was like, you should be concerned about what Juan does and what Juan says when he's <laughs> drinking. And I was like, what? What kind of a clap? First a shitty event. And then your shitty clap back really? it made no sense whatsoever. I was like, this isn't Michael. Juan shouldn't take care of himself when he's oh, drinking. Like, what? No. I was like, what's happening? And then when the production asked her, what did you mean by Juan? Okay, needs let me let you finish. Fun. You say it and then I'll, okay, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I just want, 
show you that exci- I'm excited. Finish. What were you gonna say? Because you're like, why? What did you mean by Juan? By Juan uh, needs to watch himself when he drinks. And she was like, the couch or something. Or <laughs> <am I stupid? laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna talk to you about. What the fuck did she say? I, like, I wrote a couple of things down. The okay, couch. So, produce- the couch. <laughs> the couch. Producers asked her, "Why did? Why did you? What do you mean by that?" Basically, and then she, I wrote down, "Dust the couch, ask the couch, ask the coach, pass the Dutch." What did she say? I was like, I was like, what? I, I, and I was genuine. Like, I was like, why the fuck don't they have their little fucking subtitles? Of course, they like, have the, the subtitles when the producers ask her the question. The but cunt, like, I was like, the hey. cunt, what? Like, what? My sister was like, maybe she needs like the couch. Ask me on the couch during the reunion. The couch. Because then she's like, oh, I don't want to have to say it if I oh, okay. yeah. have to. But it's just Karen. Just for, couch. I'm not stupid. For being all about etiquette, 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 and, you know, manners and all that. You need to learn how to speak because past the couch, couch, we don't know what the fuck you're saying. And they were all confused, too. Robin was like, what? What the fuck is she talking about? Like, nobody people, knows what she's talking who, about. People who, you know, are Karen uh, Stan, they were on Twitter being like, well, you know, damn well, she knows something because why did Robin stay quiet? Why did Robin shush all of a sudden? And it's like, no, she Robin had nothing to say because she was surprised at how stupid her comeback was. Like, what? <laughs> and all the women, even Ashley, who's like, Ashley was like, what? What? <laughs> it was oh, stupid. Um, Ashley then talks about how Monique was invited to the party to the event mm. and that she was there earlier and Robin triggered bothered she was pressed like a panini she's like I don't care where Monique is what doesn't matter where she's at oh god then they started going in on then it's like this whole scene was a mess because she's talking about Monique being invited and she was there earlier and then Karen decides I'm gonna excuse myself I have guests to tend to it's like lady there's <laughs> 10 people in that room <laughs> and five of those are cameramen and the other five are cast members. So what guests are you trying to tend to? Because <laughs> the rest of your assistants, like nobody, like oh, God, what? So, which, what did you think about them in their wigs? Because I think Ashley looked pretty point blank period. She looked good. Candice looked good as a blonde too. Um, I did not like Robin's wig, the bangs. I was like, Karen, which she was like my five shades of Karen. And Robin's like, what? That's the same shade. But so- okay. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think Monique, I mean Monique, I think Candace and Ashley actually looked really well. Um, after that, like this whole scene is a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin basically tells her, like, why are you getting upset? Who are you getting upset at? Why are you raising your voice at Candace or me? And she just dismisses herself, brings back the box and is like, look at the packaging. This is what it's going to come in. And I checked the website out because, you know, the Bravo <laughs> historian that I am, yeah. this shit costs 500 plus. 700 plus i said who is buying your shitty I know i'm sorry for all five for. weeks or for one wig one strand no i'm just kidding one wig was 500 plus and i said i i don't know who's buying that i don't know who's buying that and they only barely started getting good so they finally played that wig clip that we wanted them to do i was gonna say like Shout out to her wig man because... Shout out to Steven. Shout out to Steven. Before Steven was a hot mess. She couldn't even keep the wig on her head. Now after Steven, they're laid, slayed, diced, and looking pretty. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So Karen says she's going to get ready for dinner. And then we'll, before I get to that, Candace has a question. And it's like I said, it's all a mess. I'm losing my train of thought. Karen says she's got to get ready for dinner. Robin's like, what dinner? This is your party. She gets her co, gets her together, and then storms out. And she tells 
and Wendy's like, well, how can you leave if we're all still here? This is your party. Yeah. And she's like, I paid the bill, bitch. Don't worry about it, honey, or whatever the fuck. And it's like, I, if I was Wendy, I would have ran out and dragged her by her hair. I said, bitch, <laughs> I you're guess gonna- it's <laughs> come back and tend to your shitty guests like oh, i don't even know karen was running away from the mess she created because she didn't like that it blew up in her face i don't think she thought monique i don't think she thought ashley was going which i don't even know why which she do you think, think that was messy of ashley it was not messy of ashley because i think like ashley, she's stating facts ashley is trying to show monique that karen probably doesn't have her back as much as Karen says that she does so I mean she did it when she told her oh Karen told Candace to press charges and Monique didn't listen so she tried to do with the Portugal thing and Karen tried to play it off you tried it baby you tried it but no it's like this is already the third strike how many more strikes do you need exactly so I I was like Ashley was not messy for all of you saying that Ashley the old Ashley's back. The old Ashley has been here. Okay. <laughs> she just has been breastfeeding. Okay. So yeah, she's toned it down. <laughs> like she's not. And even when she was considered messy, I don't think she was even messy. She was stating facts and like, I don't know, maybe she was being a little too much with that. I Googled her. She's having problems. I was a little messy, but I don't know. It's just She's like Giselle where like when she's messy, I'm like, okay, girl, <laughs> you know, <laughs> But never to that level because Giselle's just on some other yeah, shit. Giselle. She's on some foul shit. But, um, on, you know, just wrapping this up, Candace then reveals to the ladies that Karen did ask her to come. But not only that, she asked her to come earlier, which then mm-hmm. means the way I saw it was Karen wanted them to have a one-on-one conversation. And she wanted Candace and Monique to sit down and kind of solve their problems. But it's like you can only do that if everyone's on the same page, which then furthermore proves, like Ashley's point, that uh, Karen's not really a great friend because if she's exactly. telling you, I don't want to see this bitch, and you're out here not plotting, but trying to come up with a little yeah. plan to make them see each other, like, why Why would you think that's a good idea? What sense do you have in your head? If they're both saying that they don't want to see the other one, like, you're shady, you're messy, and your plan blew up in your face. I'm like, maybe she should take a page out of Giselle's book. And make sure that everything's low key until it's not low key. Like this is, <laughs> but um, she's. I was just like, that's messy. That's shady. Because what would she have done if Candace did show up? Exactly. Would she have been like, oh, Candace, come on in, come on in. And but <laughs> Monique would have left. Monique wouldn't have stayed. Candace wouldn't have stayed. Like both of them would have left. Neither one of them would have sat down to listen to the other emotions are still running high they're both still pressing charges against bitch no no one's gonna sit down and talk to anybody and you know what you know what i think this comes down to i think she's thinking more about herself and how she's gonna come across because yeah i've been a great friend to both of them i'm an amazing person a great human i made them sit down and try and reconcile so when she when she says these things and her Mm -hmm. actions like it's all shady ashley made a very good point being like all the things she does i don't know if she said this on the show or the after show but she basically said like it's weird her actions are weird but her intentions are even weirder because we don't know where she's at she says mm-hmm. stupid little lies and it's like they said the old ashley's coming back. i think the old karen is coming back back to her bullshit yeah. back to her lies back to her i'm great but i'm having marriage problems i'm not drinking but i'm gonna get lit at with monique it's like why why it's- are you lying about the small petty things that makes no sense <laughs> i was like what like what and then it makes me think is this the big picture is that why karen and giselle were both sitting next to andy oh and not God, seriously and is this why and then i thought is this why robin is next to, to karen 
because they had a little tiff with the whole you need to figure out what Robin's or you need to figure out what Juan's doing. But final thoughts, Monique, oh they, you know, they because they got kicked out of the little place, the little party, they have a little conversation in the parking lot. And Ashley reveals to the ladies that Karen basically wanted Monique to come and speak her piece. She wanted Monique to confront them and like explain her side of the story. And Candace just feels betrayed. And I'm sure Monique would feel the same way because like I said, it was a setup. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I'm telling you, what would she have done? What would she have done if her plan worked out? Nothing would have happened. Nothing would have changed. She's ridiculous. Yeah, Next week's think, the finale though. Like so. in, in retrospect, I'm kind of, I was kind of hoping like, I now only hoped her plan would have worked. So then Monique would have seen that Karen is not a great friend because I'm sure she would have been pissed off. Exactly. I can't. I think even currently there's still, I don't even think she's, she's even opened her eyes to the snake. That she's, is Karen. She's still posts about her. They're still best buddies, but I don't oh, know. Oh God. Good she's... luck to them. But next week's the finale. So, and then we have like a what a four part fucking reunion. Hopefully, because I'm super excited about the four. I parts. know. So, lots I need of to drama, see. lots of fighting, lots of screaming. The most, the biggest, the big thing that I'm looking forward to next week, the finale, is the couples fighting. I want yes. Ashley to get in Candace's face. I want Michael to get into Chris's face and just fight. Why it's funny fighting? because it brings some tears <laughs> of joy. It's funny because with the ladies, I'm Team Ashley, but with the men, I'm Team Chris. Girl, let's not. I don't like Michael. Michael's ugly. Michael's disgusting. Michael's (laughs) Michael's slimy. I love the Darbies. Let's just say that. Um. Anyways, moving. I love the the Marx family. (laughs) Same though. (laughs) Moving on to our new favorite bitches, Salt Lake City. Um. Yeah, I saw this episode on Thanksgiving. You know because I'm thankful for them, so I wanted to make them know. Uh, so we start off this third episode. Um, the third episode starts off with Heather. She's planning a baby shower for her fucking employees at her beauty lab pro or beauty pro lab or whatever. She's planning a baby shower for five employees who are all pregnant. I don't know about you, these bitches looked young as hell, and I was like, uh-uh, babies raising babies. Literally. <laughs> so- <laughs> Heather was uh, just talking about planning the baby shower, but she's also kind of like stirring something inside of her because she was married to like, I don't know, Mormon royalty. And I don't know, this show is teaching me so much about Mormon culture. And I'm like, I didn't even know this was, this was it. So I guess in Mormon culture, which is pretty obvious, we've seen it in shows and movies, though, you're raised to understand that as a woman, your life's most important work is to have a perfect family. Like in Mormon culture, perfection is attainable. So Which that even started to cut you off. Even no, I feel no, like that's, that's a theme that we see in in a lot of different cultures. I yeah. I don't like you got to you have to be like in the Mexican culture. I feel like you gotta if you're the wife, you gotta cook, you gotta clean, you gotta have lots of kids, you gotta do this, you gotta exactly perfection. And it's like, no, this is 2020, sweetie. Do what you Everybody. want culture is misogynistic apparently we love that fuck apparently. men um, so heather is stirring up feelings for her because when she was married she thought her husband was like her fucking soulmate and everything she thought he was the love of her life because he was mormon and he was perfect and she thought she was doing the right thing but then obviously when they got divorced and it was the husband who initiated the divorce she felt like it was a failure and stuff and Okay, I know you're not like a fan of Jen, but I like that she told Heather that she said that like 
her leaving this marriage, her being able to leave this marriage and like build a life for herself outside of the marriage is teaching her daughters. This is, I'm trying to like get the quote right, but she was basically like, you're empowering your daughters by taking these hard steps so that they don't have to, which is true because it's like, if you stay in that marriage, it's the pattern's only going to continue. So hopefully your three daughters, Heather, live a better life out like outside of a perfect Mormon marriage. And that was probably like, despite my feelings, my hatred towards Jen, <laughs> I was like, this is honestly like the smartest thing she has said thus far. Yes. And it really was like, wow. Like, I love you for that. I'm glad she said it. I think it shows, I don't know. Now I'm going into friendships before I move on to Mary's part. Um, Jen and Heather are like ride or dies. I was over here talking about Meredith and Lisa the past two weeks, but Jen and <laughs> like... Heather are the ones that like they're pretty fucking right or die. Like they're Which the ones kind of like sketchy because it's like what do you guys have on each other? No, we kind of people. I don't know. I I feel like we see what kind of person Jen is. Like exactly. And not saying she's evil and horrible, but like come on, you your name <laughs> Heather. You can leave her. Get with, get with the better bestie. But moving on. Get with the better best. I can't with you. Moving on to Mary. Okay, Mary. This bitch, I can't with her. She cracks me oh, up. God. Sorry. So we get we get a little bit more information on Mary this time around. And she's the bitch is rich, the bitch is religious, the bitch is I'm gonna say it again, the bitch is married to her grandfather. <laughs> um, so we learn that obviously we've already learned this, but it was left in the her grandmother's will that she like marry her grandpa or whatever, but oh, God. Her and Meredith, Mary and Meredith, I'm like getting confused with their fucking names, these bitches. Mary and Meredith go out to dinner and they're talking about like how they've both been married to like the same person for, I don't know, like 10, 15, 20 years. And Mary says that after she became a mom, she she felt like her and her husband, Robert Sr., became more like partners rather than like husband and wife um so Meredith is like like a friendship (laughs) and Mary's like partnership and I was like "Ah!" and so like it even like goes further into the fact that Mary is in an arranged marriage so she like had to make the marriage work and so oh my god she's so, just waiting for this guy to die already to like, die exactly she's like, so why? why do i have to be in this situation this is where we get into that like creepy part and i told you this off air last week but like um about how she faked having her period oh, for two god. weeks after she got married because she didn't really feel like having sex with him because again she this man was married to her grandmother he was fucking her grandmother before he was fucking oh, her no. obviously they did obviously they did consummate the marriage because she has a son this is a lot to take in this is a lot to take in so um i'm sorry i lost my train (laughs) they're talking about the relationship and so yeah they're talking about the relationship and i don't know about you but i kept noticing how mary like after she was in her confessional she had explained like about the whole consummating the marriage she keep every time she's like talking about her marriage she's talking about like how her grandmother had like a great eye for choosing her husband or something. I'm like, bitch, what? Because uh, she goes on. To yeah, because she chose your husband for she, you. She goes on to say to like, she goes on and says that she's like, if 
if I were to pick the perfect man, he would be it. She did a great job. And it's like, yes, no girl, no girl, no girl. So she, she basically says before my grandmother passed, she made it very clear that she wanted me to be the one who inherited everything from her church to her house to her husband and Which i was like people people are saying she's a cult leader people are saying that it's I low key going on it does have like a little culty thing but i feel like that's just religion in itself religion I, I was gonna say like can get a little culty. religions are cults let's not but <laughs> we're not getting into that so then um moving on from the dinner we finally see like mary and robert senior like <laughs> Yeah. having having like a little domestic life a, lo- a little domestic life scene and um it was i don't know <laughs> no i I'm have sorry. to interrupt like this is gross i thought i was okay with it like before the show started and i was like well it's just it's like her what is it step grandfather grandpa i was like but it's no, not a big deal but it, no the way she's talking like the way he's like miss mary miss mary what do you want you're stubborn miss mary and they're trying to like yes talk i don't like it i was gagging it was gross. it's creepy and i genuinely i'm like girl your grandmother pimped you out and even though people the blogs are saying that they had a relationship before the grandmother then died that the grandmother didn't even arrange it regardless she was pimped out this man preyed on her let's point blank period the man preyed on her so it's just creepy so we see them in this little domestic life partnership scene whatever and they're talking about they're talking to their son robert jr which mary doesn't like his girlfriend mary doesn't like that he's 17 and ready to move on without his mother which i was like bitch this is not a greek tragedy well here's the thing i was seeing it more on the perspective that she was just wanting to leave no (laughs) i was i was seeing it because didn't she say he's struggling in school so i think that was i think she's just trying to make sure like bitch yes Priorities over some little girl. Okay, that's what she was trying to say. So we she's trying to talk him into going to the sporting school in Los Angeles, which I felt like I want to see more of Mary as a mom. I like that. I was like, I like this scene. I feel like it's humanizing her a little bit. It's taking her, even though her grandpa slash husband is in the scene. It is taking her away from that like character that everybody believes, like she married her grandpa, you know? And you saw her more as a mom. And I was like, oh, like she's a good mom. Like it seems like. Like she genuinely cares about her son and she genuinely cares about his well-being and wants him to do well, like in life. So I don't know about you, but that's what I thought. I don't know. Any final thoughts before I move on? I like how she, I was going to just say like to wrap up. So basically she told him like, you understand you're changing schools, right? So right, she's going to get her way and he's going to switch schools or was that like (laughs) unclear? Because it's true. Like, bitch, get your education together. You're not going to inherit all that money for that church. So stay in school, kids. You're not going to, uh, you're going to have an arranged marriage one day too. No, just kidding. Um, no. So then we move on and now we move on to the Meredith scene. Jen's at Meredith's house. Jen is, I don't know, her shoes up, her shoes are all up on Meredith's cat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, um, oh it seems like, okay, before, sorry, let before me set the we, scene. Before we get into that, is this the call letitia because letitia needs to clean or is that last week's episode no i think this is yeah call letitia because that letitia. was something else we see we see a brooks meredith it's funny we move from one mother's son to another mother's son and um we see how brooks like is kind of like like mom like the house needs to be in order you know so 
Jen stops by Meredith's house. Meredith's daughter is home from college. And obviously we know Brooks took the semester off to be with his mom since she's going through a separation, blah, blah, blah. So then we see Jen interacting with Meredith's children. And maybe it was the editing. Meredith's children were like side-eyeing Jen the entire time as Jen was like (laughs) lifting her leg. And we know Jen is like out there. Jen is extra. Jen is like fucking crazy. I don't think she did anything wrong as like, I don't think she did anything too wrong except for like put her fucking shoes on the couch. I was like, bitch, this is not your house. Like, God, because the whole point <laughs> of the scene was, I feel like, was that Brooks was upset because she was on the couch kicking her legs She's up. High she's like, I love high kicks. High kicks. I high love kick, high kicks. Kick. And she was like telling Meredith, she was like, we should have a sleepover. We should have a sleepover after Whitney's 1920s party. And she's like, starts putting her fucking leg in the air, <laughs> which then cue to fucking, Oh God. Um, I don't know. She also fucking said, I have this in my notes. She also was like fucking just kicking her legs in the air. And she was like, grinder, 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 which is, we all know is like a fucking gay hookup app or whatever. And, I was just like, is she saying grinder because <laughs> because Brooks is there? Like, wait, what? I was <laughs> lost. This whole situation, I was like, what is happening? Why is and she kicking? Why is the daughter Brooks? not impressed? She's going to Best Buy, but she's dressed up like she's gonna go to the club. <laughs> she's she's Brooks going to the is club, exactly. vagina probably for the very first time. <laughs> they were all like, you could tell they were like, this bitch. Who the fuck does this bitch oh, think God. she is? So they leave. They go to Best Buy or whatever, and then we pan to like Brooks confessional which i always love to see a little housewife um kids housewife moment (laughs) confessional and he's like i'm feeling really uncomfortable her vagina is like in my face and people on twitter had a lot to say about this they were like her vagina is not in your face number one number two leave jen alone number three who asked for a brooks confessional i was like two weeks ago y'all were up brooks's ass saying we love brooks (laughs) oh god And now, just because he said something about a housewife that you all love, which I love her too, but it's like, okay. And they're like, he's fair game. He's over 18. Okay. He is fair game. We could say, we could fucking hate on him all we want, but it's like, all he said was that her vagina was in his face. And we all know her vagina was not in his face. It's called fucking exaggerating. You guys are fucking ridiculous. People on Twitter are ridiculous. (laughs) So then we move on to the next scene and Brooks is like telling his mom like in no way is she gonna have a sleepover with this lady and I don't know about you I told you this off air but to me I was like Brooks you are the son oh god Meredith is your mom if she wants to have a fucking sleepover she can have a fucking sleepover I don't think Meredith really cared either way like I don't really think she wanted to sleep over with Jen I don't really think she even like fucking cared I don't know what did you think about this scene what did you think it was about? I don't know what was happening it was oh god i was like if that wasn't if i was in that situation it wouldn't happen that way i would have given my opinions i would have gave my comments my concerns and i would have gone slapped and i would have gone told why are you speaking why are you giving your opinion on this isn't concerning like <laughs> exactly you're the child why are you why do you care like this isn't your house nini nini at peter you just stay out of women's business exactly <laughs> no, just but it was it was kind of like bitch we know you left college to be with your mom because you heard she was gonna be on the show like we know okay you do not have to talk about how you will not tolerate this behavior in your house because he's trying to get that snowflake he's fighting for a snowflake (laughs) so snowflake so he tells his mom you're not gonna have a sleepover um your daughter's home from college and you're gonna spend the weekend with us and meredith's like to me i was like meredith 
maybe she was just trying to pick her battles. She was like, okay, I'll text her. Probably, don't worry. Yeah. She's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. So she texts Jen and then we see Jen's reaction to the text. And oh. Jen is not happy that Meredith is bailing on the slumber party, which made me go to team Meredith. I was like, Jen, shut the fuck up. Your reaction <laughs> is so uncalled for. She's like, how dare she? She didn't say this, but it's like, how dare she spend time with her daughter and exactly. not meet her friend? Bitch. It made no sense. You just said it. She's her daughter. She can, her daughter may come home every fucking weekend from college, but it doesn't matter. Maybe she wants to spend every weekend with her. Like, it's a sleepover. Like, and on top fine. of that, she's besties with like Heather. So go hang out with Heather. Why do you want to hang out with Why don't, yeah, why do you want to sleep over with Heather? <laughs> and your own other friends. Like, damn, bitch. So, then Jen gets even more fucking upset, which, okay, tell me I'm not wrong. Jen was getting ready for the 1920s party, and then all of a sudden, you we skip, and she's at the baby shower now. And I was like, was that a test run? Was that a trial run? Was that I a- think, I don't know. It was all, it was, I don't know. I think if something was up, but I thought you were going to say what I noticed, but we'll get into that later because I don't yeah, know if you noticed something, but her little help, her help is fake. I'll just say that everything is a setup, but continue on with your story. Oh, okay. Tell me that after then. But um, we move from there and Jen and Whitney go to Heather's baby shower that she was planning at the beginning. And at the baby shower, Whitney shares that uh, she went to Mary's service, church service, which we all know Mary is not Mormon. Mary's Pentecostal. And uh, Whitney went with her dad because Whitney's dad is struggling with addiction. You know, like we learned that last episode. And Jen knew Whitney was going to go to the church service, but she didn't know Meredith was going to go. So she was very upset to hear. Not only did Meredith cancel the sleepover, but now she's also going to Mary's church service. And in Jen's fucking world, for some reason, that's, she was, that's it. That's not okay. That's three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, what? She was like, it's okay for Whitney to go because of her dad. But Meredith, why is Meredith going? She's Jewish or something. I was like, what? <laughs> she didn't say she's like, Jewish. I mean, but, but no, it kind of felt that way. It was like the end of the world. I'm telling you, why would she go to another church? And so then Whitney, no, Heather says, I thought you and Mary were like, okay with each other. And Jen's like, regardless of if she apologized and I accepted her apology, like I don't, um, clean slate, dirty slate. I don't give a fuck. You're irrelevant. I'm like, she was okay. doing the most again. at this point you're just reaching exactly yes i was like i know i said that my sister was like oh jen was trying too hard to be the villain but you said it in a different way it's like no jen was just trying too hard to be the star which exactly. nobody i didn't see it i was like she's girl you are not the star right now you look like a fool you look like a clown you're ridiculous <laughs> I'm like, you were fine with Mary. You just all of a sudden decided to be mad again. Like, you're ridiculous. And I don't know about you, but it's obviously it's going to become a pattern where like Jen's going to pick and choose when she's mad about whatever she's mad about. It's like, bitch, like move on. We're, we're moving on from the hospital comment already. We've all it, moved on. Yeah, on Twitter, it's... we've all moved on. And so jen like moves on and she's like meredith needs to choose a side and i'm like bitch what i'm like she's like if you really like mary and you really like me don't you think there's a conflict of interest bitch vote i'm like no this is not no, no conflict this of interest in kindergarten we're not on exactly the sandbox. I'm like, be my friend i'm like what i'm like it's funny that like you can be buddy buddy with meredith and lisa 
even though Heather has a problem with exactly Lisa. literally I didn't even but see it that way I was like what like you're ridiculous so I'm really confused why Jen is specifically like picking Meredith when it's like Whitney went to Mary's church service. Like, regardless it's not an issue but like why are you picking and choosing? I feel like she thinks she can punk Mary and I mean Meredith and as she's learning that's not gonna happen because Meredith is gonna stand her ground and she's gonna exactly so then we end the episode off at the 1920s party um jen she's like obviously still pissed about everything but it's a 1920s party she's trying to move past it or whatever and she walks in and she sees mary and and um i'm sorry i'm frozen no you're good oh mary and mary this is the part where i'm gonna cut you off so okay. when she was getting ready i don't know if it was a test run which she's i think she said it was a test run but it wasn't because if you look back, I posted on Reddit and I got so many comments being like, oh my God, this is like, you're right. You're right. This is true. When she was getting ready, one of her assistants, one of her little help, one of her little workers, he was wearing a black t-shirt. He was in the little crowd helping her get ready, cheering her on, whatever, whatever. Hours later, when they're at the party, she arrives and she says he's on the right side, sitting down with like some other guy. She acknowledges him. She turns and acknowledges that he's there. Doesn't say anything. Any comp- he like compliments her. He's like, oh, girl, hey, girl, you're looking cute, whatever, whatever. She she looks at him, but doesn't say anything. And then she walks, like continues on, which my thing is, he was just in your house getting ready with you, yeah. helping you get ready. Somehow he got to the event before you. I have to my, watch point, my point being like, he was. it was a setup because... She's so extra. She needs attention. So she planted him, said, you're going to be yeah. there before me. You're going to cheer me on. You're going to welcome me and you're going to do the most when I get there. Which I never. Further proves that she's fake and extra. But anyway, I didn't even so realize I know. that. Now I'm going to go back and watch that. But yeah, no, this episode did not show Jen in a good light. I was like, at this point, everyone, I'm like, I don't think you've, you realize, but Housewife fans get really annoyed when you pick on one thing for the entire season so if you're gonna pick on this one thing <laughs> yeah episode one everybody was your fan episode 13 nobody's gonna fucking like you like <laughs> exactly like, girl no you already saw what happened to denise richards you already saw what happened to fucking lisa Rinna and lisa vanderpump like mm-hmm. nobody likes it when you pick on one thing okay so maybe you need to change your tactic up a little bit okay okay <laughs> so next week we see it's a 1920s party which Jen's probably going to like, she goes off and she says, you're going to sit there and choose someone who fucked your grandpa. And it's like, <laughs> yes, now she is because you're over here crying so about it. Stupid, which I don't know if you saw like the little preview. Mary heard that comment. Like she heard her say it. And she's like, like <laughs> oh God, I just, I love this woman. I just be my friend. Mary. She's very memeable. She's very memeable. I think she's like funny. Um, Aside from the fact that her husband does give me slimy vibes. Oh, God. She is. She is it. She's the moment. I think a lot of people like, I don't know, on my Twitter feed, a lot of people like her. So I was like, okay. Which I'm not looking forward to seeing Jen be a drunk mess and be upset because we see her storm out. Oh, and she's like, no, no, I'm going to go. And she's like telling Heather to fuck and off. Of and of course, I'm like, her minion walking Heather's your only friend. <laughs> Heather's your only friend, bitch. Even though you don't, because it's a privilege to be in your circle. Heather's Which, your only friend. Oh, I don't, after that comment, I don't think I'll be, like, I don't care how close we are as friends. I'm not going to tell you that it's a privilege. That it's a privilege to be, to be your, your friend. Circle. What the fuck? What the fuck? 
if anything, I'd be like, Louise, take it down a notch, okay? <laughs> we're not your pet. I know you call yourself the king, but we're not your pet. Literally, peasants, like okay? that's gross. Even I like, me, like I would hell? never like expect someone to say that's oh, that's Ugh. no, it's not okay. Yikes. I was like, girl, um, any like this does not look good on you, but anyways, here's hoping. Here's hoping, I don't know, it doesn't pan out that way, even though it looks like it will, but yikes. Yeah, Hopefully Jen, she gets over it. <laughs> this is, what, episode three? We're going in episode four. Jen is not, she thought she was going to be the star. And exactly. It's not looking out that and way. And I, ironically enough, her enemy is going to be the star because I feel like people do like Mary. Yeah. I think people expected something of Mary, but then it's different. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, but yeah, she's fun. She's fun to watch. Jen needs to take it down a notch. But anyways, that's it. That's it for Salt Lake City. That's all I have for Salt Lake City. Oh, God. I told my sister, I was like, do you still do you still stand um, Jen? Is she still your favorite? You I like her? still like Jen. No, but I'm going to tell you the same thing. Do you still stand her? Do you still like her? Is she your favorite? Yes. She's not my favorite. I never said she was my favorite. Okay. I just so said then I Pick a favorite. Her. Who's a favorite? Uh, Meredith, bitch. <laughs> Meredith and her. Meredith or Meredith's name. man? Meredith, okay. Right. Ma- She's Meredith into old forty plus man. Uh, dad bod Rich white men. men. So if yes. you're listening, um, hit Danielle up. If you're forty, <laughs> two hundred pounds plus, why? If you have a little beard. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. <laughs> I think that wraps up this episode then. Um, make yes. sure you guys give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Check us out wherever podcasts are available. Follow me on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. Daniela? Leave us an audio message. Oh, so God. Fun. And wait, we're, we're on episode, this will be episode 17. 17. That's crazy. I don't know. This all Maybe. started with me just responding to Luis's Instagram story. Like, oh my God, you're going to start a podcast? Like, how funny. <laughs> I want to just start a podcast. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Same <laughs> mind, same brain. We're on the same wavelength. But um, I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully you guys start uh, Christmas shopping because, you know, you got to get those deals. But with that, again, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Every episode it ends, and I'm sure I've left it in before. I'm like, Daniela, get it on the same. I saw, I saw your little mouth start moving. Like, love that. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.